Right folks, welcome along to the next episode of uh, Geek Crew Review. Uh, my name is Alex Douglas, as always, joined by my good friend Keith Burnett. How's it going, man? It's going good. Excellent. So, as promised in the last instalment of the podcast, we're going to try and do something different, and it's a watch-along. So, essentially, we're going to pick a TV show or a film, and we are going to watch it. And we're going to watch it through per episode or uh, by the film. And then you guys can either choose to watch it with us uh, as we kind of dissect it as we go through, uh, or you can just listen to us eviscerating it or praising it and then watch it at a later date. It is entirely up to you. Uh, but we are now going to watch a show called The Boys. Uh, the Boys was a superhero thing uh, vehicle on Amazon, uh, and it's a little bit different from other superhero stuff, isn't it? Let's yes, be honest. Yes, pretty much. Superheroes are. Some of them are good, some of them are bad, and it's all about the sort of, they became corporate, and it's about the little guys who are killed in the crossfire of the all this superhero nonsense going on. Yeah, because the superheroes, um, essentially, there's a group called The Seven, and uh, let's just say, like you say, they get caught in, uh, the people get caught in the crossfire of, they're, they're trying to save people, they end up killing people, they end up uh, doing let's face it, nefarious bad things and then it gets covered up by the corporate entity who essentially make billions. Um, so that's the essential, That's the premise of the show um, yeah. and we'll talk more about it as, it as it goes through but we're now going to play episode one from the beginning. Yeah. Um, setting up the scene, uh, episode one, the blurb says, when a superhero kills the love of his life, audiovisual salesman Huey Campbell teams up with Billy the Butcher, a vigilante hell-bent on punishing corrupt superheroes. Billy the Butcher, man. Uh, Billy, Billy Butcher. Oh, sorry. Yeah, of course. It's not yeah. a purveyor <laughs> fine meats. Uh, <laughs> I went, uh, do you know what I was thinking there? Uh, Gangs of New York. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis's character, who, yeah. who's called Bill the Butcher. Yeah, uh, Yeah. so Billy Butcher, that's right, yeah. Vigilante hell-bent on punishing superheroes. They call them soups. Soups, yeah, that's what they call it. And Billy Butcher is played by Carl Urban, who yeah. has... And I don't want to, uh, you know, brag here, but he has tweeted me and read he my article. He liked the tweet. Shh. Tweet me. Fucking <laughs> like whore. I'm man. a like whore. Yeah, he he did. He liked my Notice stuff. Notice me. I'm going to tag him in when I tweet this podcast. Oh god. There we go. And also, uh, it's got um, the guy who's playing Huey. Uh, is a guy by the name of Jack Quaid, who Quaid, <laughs> who is the son of Dennis Quaid and also uh, Meg Ryan. Who has also... Meg Ryan? Yep. Has also liked one of my tweets. Just saying, you know. There we go. That's that's the humble brags done and out of the way. So, uh, when you are ready, my friend, hit play and let's get this show on the road. I think it's important to people know this is based on a comic book as well. Yes. Aye, so it is actually based on a comic, yeah. Yeah. Um, a comic of the same name and it's by Garth Ennis and Derek Robinson. Robertson. Excellent. So... So what we're going to do is we're going to count down, if you want to watch this, either if you're listening to this, walking the dog or sitting in the car or whatever, this is going to probably not make much sense. It might, because we're just going to ramble like we normally do. Essentially, yeah. But what I'll do is if you're going to watch it, you're going to watch episode one along with it. If you want to hit play in three, two, two one, play. Excellent. And we've now got the swirly circle of death. Come on, internet. Come Work on. internet. Yes. Yeah. We're on a prime original screen. Oh, yeah, it's, I was going to do the whole uh, Wayne's World count in there, but you can't do that because you don't say anything. 
no, you, stay the, you don't see the I've two or the one. Hit the X-ray button. Yeah, that's okay. Now we, we now we know who's in it. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, so going through the cast list again: Carl Urban, uh, Jack Quaid, Anthony Starr. He plays uh, Homelander. He does. Um, Erin Moriarty, cool name. Uh, she plays Annie January, who is a new recruit to the Seven. Yep. Um, and the episode starts uh, with Vought Studios. Um, it's supposed to look like a superhero film franchise isn't it yeah pretty much because it's it. Vought's the corporate entity of the, yeah, the film they're the controlling body isn't it so we've got uh, two kids discussing um, you know the, superhero the, shit yeah superhero shit as you would do yeah uh, you've got talking about the deep who's the aquatic member of the yeah. the team um, you've also got Translucent who's <laughs> as the name suggests the invisible guy yeah uh, people who are in this world like the kids there are basically fanboying over these superheroes and now there's a big fucking car chase going on. There's yeah. a stolen cash transit. Yeah. Cops are there. Absolutely. And the kids are watching that and they're about to get ran over yeah. by the truck and the police chase and all the rest of it. Oh, and then we've had a flipped car. Yep, cracked window as Queen Maeve runs along it. Now we've got the kids nearly She just straight up jumps right through the middle of the van all slow motion and shit. She's like Xena Warrior Princess. Do you know that's who she reminded me of? Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely Xena Warrior Princess. Uh, and she's, she's can we considerably say, more attractive than Xena Warrior Princess. You take that back. You nice. take that like, back. I'm just saying. I'm just telling you how it is. Yeah. And you've if got. You can't I, take <laughs> the truth bombs. I'm going to be dropping while I'm watching this, Alex. <laughs> then, he's like puking blood. Yeah. So we've got the the robbers getting out of the van now. Uh, Queen Maeve is there after stopping the van running over these kids. Yep. Uh, now we've got a hostage situation on the go and she just looks t- thoroughly non-impressed by their threats. Yeah, she's not bothered. And there's Homelander comes and lasers the fucking gun. Yeah, and melts it all over the boy's hand, which is you know quite gross. But it just sets it up nicely because the superheroes in this, they're not your, your usual Batman or we're not going to kill anyone type people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just going to fuck shit up as yeah, they, they see right to do so. He just fucks them straight <laughs> three blocks down the road. Yeah, he's not landing on a soft landing, folks. Nope. And then they're of course they do what the fucking kids do now, they don't want to take selfies with the fucking guy. So fucking millennial. Now do you know what I like? This is introduction to Homelander, he's obviously meant to be a cross between uh let's just say Superman, Superman yeah, it's blatantly Superman with, and a bit of Captain America thrown yeah, in there he's as like well. The, he's the favourite, isn't he? He's the American like symbol. Absolutely. And you've got he, he looks so that sort of home uh what was the word I'm looking for? That homoerotic? Th- no, 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 no. That thoroughly sort of Ameri- quintessential American. Could be homoerotic, depends who you are. <laughs> depends what you like. <laughs> but it's, he's that quintessential American look, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, and then, but there's every so often you'll just catch him going from that cheesy super American grin mm-hmm. to this menacing look of death on his face. Yeah. And now we're introduced to Huey, who works in his dad's... Um, I don't think it's his dad's. Oh, he, is it he, not his dad? No, he works in a, a electronics store selling televisions for for the men. For the man. And uh, he comes across as the typical sort of like superheroes, geeky kind of nerdy type guy. Yeah, typical audiovisual salesman. Yeah, um, a robbing bastard. <laughs> and now his girlfriend's coming into the shop. Yeah, it's all loved up. Yeah, he's looking all happy to see her. Yeah, um, I think. It's important because he comes across as quite naive. Yes. And that's important to his character that he is naive. And the other thing with it as well is when he was cleaning the t- the TV when you first see him in this scene, mm-hmm. um, 
he basically is wiping uh, over the screen with Homelander and uh, Queen Maeve on it, looking basically in awe of them. Yeah, uh, he's, he's a fanboy as much as well. The whole the, the whole uh, society is a fanboy of them. Like, yeah. you know, they they their their corporate image is managed to so that they to peak performance. Yeah, isn't so it? people be believe there isn't as much crime as there used to be. People believe that these superheroes are out there rescuing people on a daily basis. Exactly. And what it, as the series goes on, it gradually you you know see yourselves as we talk about this that it's not necessarily the case. Totally. And. Old fucking uh, Jack Quaid Huey is going to get a, a rude awakening. Rude awakening. And what I really liked about that scene before is they were leaving his audio visual shop on top of the taxi. Uh-huh. Uh, there was an advert for A-Train. Uh, for A Train yeah. who is going to become pretty relevant in just a couple of minutes' time. Yeah, I think he might. If you're watching this for the first time and listening to us, then you're fucking mad. Yeah. So hopefully you're watching, rewatching this to get our amazing insight. And even if you're not, you know, we'll, we'll not spoil, we'll, we'll do our best not to spoil the show, but we are assuming that you've got some knowledge of yeah, this show. So. Like, don't watch it for the first time and listen to us talk shit yeah. while it's happening. <laughs> uh, basically, stop now, because now is where we're going to start maybe yeah. spoiling it. And if we do, we apologise. Like yeah. we say, don't come at us on Twitter uh, or Facebook or wherever. So this scene is when you realise that you're not in fucking Kansas anymore. Yeah. And um, in between now, they're talking about basically laying pipe and sex. Uh, they're so doing like joking your... and he's obviously they're in love and all that sickening stuff. Now, as from a road safety point of view, because I'm in my day-to-day life a bus driving instructor, is she standing too close to the curb? Well, she's off the curb, which is why he doesn't get any money. Yes. And so now we've got... She's a... just vanished into thin air in all slow motion. Holy shit, what's just flew past. Yeah. Oh. A-Train's just ran right through his girlfriend. Yeah. And he va- basically vaporised her. <laughs> and it's all gory and fucking wrong. And you can see like a bit of jawbone there. Yeah, so gory, so wrong, spine. spine. Yeah. Maybe a wee bit gut. Blood on the face. Uh, pancreas. Uh, could well be, could well be. A lot of blood. Yeah, yeah there's a, a lot of blood. Well, there's a lot of blood in the human. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. What is it, nine pints roughly? Well, it's about nine pints, I would say, there. Ooh, yeah, yeah. she is splattered all over his face. A train's obviously, I can't stop, I can't can't stop, stop and just keeps running. Like the fucking scumbag he is. Yeah, Robin, Robin's dead, and now. uh, He's just left holding her hands. Huey is left holding her uh, limbs that are no longer (laughs) attached to his body. He's like, I don't know why I'm laughing, it's just so fucked up. It's horrific. It's horrific. Robin! And now we're cutting to... Iowa, where we meet Starlight, or Annie. Absolutely. Uh, do you know Captain James T. Kirk is from Iowa? What? Yeah, Star Trek knowledge for you. And uh, now she's doing one-handed pull-ups. I'm not going to lie, that's do them impressive. This morning. Yeah, now she's lifting well, her car. One-handed pull-ups, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. Um, she's doing sort of superhero training, preparing for her move to try and get into the Seven. Her mum's training her. Now, her mum's obviously encouraging her instead of being like she doesn't want to be a cheerleader or a prom queen she's clearly auditioning to be some kind of superhero absolutely yeah and there she is in her, all her glory yeah she's 110 pounds and she's 5 foot 6 yeah casting director that just shows uh, how corporate this is casting director yep. the auditions like Britain's next top or America's yep. next top fucking superhero superhero yeah. yeah how fucking stupid is that but there we go that's kind of how it would work in a corporate setting though yeah she's an idealist you get that from her straight away when she talks about you know she's nice and she comes across as sweet and kind of not innocent but well, I guess kind of innocent I suppose yeah I think she's quite naive she's like, isn't she yeah rather. naive because she's like so cover your eyes or I'll blind you you know until she sets off and fucks the whole room up and say, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, ooh, I'm so sorry. Are you all right? Are you all right? And I think 
when she talks, you know, when she's talking and you'll see it in the, in the next scene, when she's, well, here it is now, where she's been interviewed and she's, like, talking about why she wants to do it and she wants to uh, help people and she wants to be a superhero, essentially, for the right reasons. Yeah. Which... I like the they fact she was like getting all for yeah totally because that, and that's what they're missing that sense of sort of naivety and innocence yeah. that's the kind of proper prop, uh, not property sort of qualities that they're, they they want to add to the seven mm-hmm. who will now be because <laughs> one of them eight. retired I think uh, I yeah is that what it is uh, the yeah. lamplighter in it they repla- they, they, she's replacing a guy called the lamplighter that's I don't really right. know I don't think I'll need to watch when we, as we go through it. I'll hopefully we'll find out more. But I, 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 there's there's more to him retiring. I believe. Yeah. I think yeah. he's probably done something mental and corporate's hid him somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah. And now she, you know, she wants to save the world because she's all sweet and nice. That's all she's ever wanted. Yeah. And she joined a band of fucking scum. Except Captain. They Queen, are essentially Queen Maeve, who's yeah. an angel, and I won't hear a word against her. <laughs> They're essentially sociopaths, aren't they? Let's be honest. Oh, well, they are. Right? And Homelander is played by uh, what's his name. Uh, Anthony Starr yeah and he plays a fucking creepy ass psychopath better than anyone else in this he Simon re- Pegg really good yeah Simon Pegg who plays uh, Huey's dad he was in Star Trek you want a fanboy with it yeah he was indeed he played uh, Scotty Scotty in Star Trek doing he was in Spaced Spaced was good Spaced was the first thing I think he was in yeah or certainly the first thing I remember him in Shaun of the Dead as well yeah, um, yeah. yeah. got them swans yeah <laughs> Hot fuzz. Yeah, hot fuzz, yeah, hot fuzz is good. Uh, now we're getting a news bro- broadcast with the head of uh, Vought Industries, uh, played yeah. by Elizabeth Shue, who, uh, yeah. for any of uh, you know my uh, fellow fellow uh, Back to the Future loving brethren, Elizabeth Shue was in two and three, uh, playing Jennifer. Michael what? Michael J. Fox's girlfriend in Back to the Future. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. She yeah, was. She yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, and she was also in one of the best 80s films called Adventures in Babysitting. I don't know if you've ever seen I've that. I've heard of it. I've never seen ah, it. Ah, mate, you need to watch it. it. It's so fucking good. Uh, so, A-Train is on the news uh, sending condolences about Robin. Yeah, it's and all now, very corporate. Yeah, it? and it's an accident. And the dad's obviously trying to encourage him to take the money. And that's uh, Simon Pegg. You know, he's trying to encourage Huey to take the money. And Absolutely. Huey's wanting none of it. He's fucking... He's obviously $45,000 in restitution yeah. for vaporising your girlfriend in the fucking street. Yeah, you know? let's be honest. I mean, it could be so make much more than that. Yeah, so <laughs> make it a gazillion. Make it a flat finny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, shake your head. No. 45? Come on, 45 man. grand. That's not even like a year's salary, probably. Well, it might be for him. I don't know. For, a, for an a average American salary, I don't know. AV salesman? Probably, man. But now he's saying, you know, uh, he has to sign a secrecy agreement and... Uh, the non-disclosure agreement. Yeah, now they can't say they're, they're sorry, they're just condolences. See, he wants an apology, a sympathy. Yeah, he goes off on one here, but it turns out it's just all in his head and he's just stared at the guy for like yeah. 10 seconds, which I do on a daily basis. So. <laughs> Mate, a daily basis? Oh, an hourly basis. Sometimes I fall out of myself. I think everybody's wanted to do that to somebody. Of course they have, of course they have. Especially one of the little beaker Republican-looking tie, you know. Let's be honest, that, that guy is a, a member of the Republican Party so much, yeah. uh, probably the NRA. He's a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Not necessarily a bad thing, but you know, um, when you're in America. <laughs> He's a douchebag. Yeah, and basically Huey looks forlorn. He's Well, you would. Imagine, right? Yeah. You're standing on the street. Holding Eric's arms. Go back to when you were a child bride. Yeah. <laughs> 
and you're standing there <laughs> getting married when you were 11. <laughs> it wasn't quite that, but okay. And you're crossing the road, you come out the cadets, yep. right? Yep. And you're standing there. Yep. And then Erica, Erica disappears just and I'm just holding her hands. Little tiny Erica hands. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? No. And you're like, oh, sorry, we'll give you 200 quid. Totally. No, it's not, it's not cool. 45 grand. It's not cool. It's, it's just, just so corporate. Old people money. It's about 45 grand in today's uh, money. 45 grand and with half pennies. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just see Starlight here and she's eating, eating well, she's, tea. She, she's waiting for the results yeah, of her essentially of her audition. And she's drinking out of the deep cup, you know? So she's got merchandise from the seven. Oh, because she's a bit of a deep fan girl, isn't she? Yeah, she is a bit. Well, for this part of the programme, anyway. Yeah. Oh, and now she's found she is in the seven. She, she is, is super excited. Which is the most prestigious of all the superheroes. And she's now getting embarrassed because she's on the phone to Vought and essentially uh, finding out she's getting in gets super excited and then gets embarrassed. Yep. And now we've got Huey essentially He's with his dad. Yeah. And he's getting obsessed with filing some kind of criminal case or suing A-Train, you know? Thing is, I mean, it's the typical little man trying to take on the big corporation and it's just ah, never, never going to work. Win, are you? No, you're no. never going to work. And that's what his dad's trying to put across to him here. He's trying to do that dad thing of, you know, look, I know you're upset, I know you're angry, but let's just think about this with a clear head. Yeah, we could use the money and just, you know, all right, you can get a new girlfriend. <laughs> That's basically what he's saying, isn't it? Essentially that, yeah. You've got to, you've got to forget about what happened to Robin. Uh, yeah. But you can't... What do you think happened to the hands? Uh, I think they got taken as evidence. Oh, okay. Yeah, or... Vought I think have... he was just waiting around <laughs> holding them for like 45 minutes. Yeah, the... you can't leave... Nah, I'm proud of Mexico, but you can let go of the hands now. Oh. Yeah, and he, uh, you know, he's saying, you've got to sign the paperwork and all the rest of it. Now they're going <laughs> Now they're going to have an argument. I've just got... A, an image in my head of Huey's bedroom and a, a glass case with, yeah. <laughs> with Robin's hands in them. So he's saying basically, look, she, what you said, she's in the street. Yep. He's like, but she was one step off the curb. Yep. That's that it. just shows you, it's like, the lawyers would just destroy oh, it they, the court, they, you know, saying like, what was she doing off the pavement? Poke holes in everything, don't they? Let's be honest. That's but, what I mean, lawyers do. Where's A-Train's licence to exceed the speed limit? I don't think he has one, man. I'm not sure he's got a bus driving licence. Well, you know? It's not got a car driving license. It's a special type of person to have one, I imagine. It does, yeah, special. Special type of, <laughs> special type of hero. <laughs> not all heroes wear capes. Certainly <laughs> some of them drive. Program. Yeah, some of them. Public transport. <laughs> uh, so now we've got TV reporters outside uh, Vought Industries. This is for the presentation and introduction of Starlight as the new member of the Seven. There she comes. Oh, here she comes with her mum, who's, let's be honest, really controlling. See, this woman who's like the assistant, I'm not going to Google who she is, the actress. Yes. But for some weird reason, and I know it's not, I thought she was one of the mums from the in-betweeners. Eh? Oh, really? You know, the one, I think it's Jay's mum. <laughs> or, uh, is it Jay or is it, uh, what's his name? Oh, fuck it, Simon. I thought it might be Simon. Simon's mum. But it's not, it's clearly not. She's played by an actress called Colby Minifee. Yeah. And she plays a character called Ashley Barrett, who's essentially the PR, isn't she? That's what she does yeah, for the seven. Yeah, she's the... She's the damage control. Yeah, she's the image consultant. She played Robin in uh, Jessica Jones, and she's also been in a few other things. Yeah. 
So this is them giving the corporate update to you assume to be fucking shareholders or something. Um, they're talking about films. They're talking about... Image rights. Image rights and, you know, they've got superheroes all over the place. So they don't just have the seven. The seven are the main ones that make all the money and they're famous. Yeah. And they're like probably the most powerful. But as the programme goes on, we're going to see that there's like A-list and B-list, C-list heroes that have all got different skills but not necessarily as famous. No, and that's it. And that's what they do. They, they just make money off these people. Yep, and here we've got the corporate video, you know, the standard, like, it looks exactly like a fucking corporate video. I've never seen one. Yeah, very much so. Very <coughs> much so. And now we've got the Homelander image. We see a bright future ahead for a Vought hero. And they've and done that hand through the week thing, which yep. just immediately makes me Classic think of Gladiator. corporate means nothing. Totally. Like, you, there's probably one of them for every corporation that like, exists. 100%. Weird advert, and you don't even know what the fuck they do. Totally. And now we've got the PR essentially telling Starlight that, you know. Um, yeah, she's popular, she's gained three points of popularity yeah, or something. Yeah. It's like a president almost, and then she's like, you know, really fucking good choice to make the speech that you did. And Starlight's like, I didn't do it for that, I did it because it's me. I believed it, and she's like, yeah, that's why you believe it, and that's why you're popular. Yeah, exactly. Now we've got the sort of corporate. Yep. It's almost like you're choosing your character, in a, a character in a video game. Yeah. And that, cleverly, the Vought industry symbol is a V, but part of that V is a 7. And now we've got Elizabeth Shue on stage again, giving our updates to the shareholders and stuff. This is very quiet, because we're getting right into this. Yeah, we? we are. I think we're just deciding. Oh, it's huge. Bring on the deep to introduce Starlight, isn't yep. it? Yeah. Here he comes in his such a traditional superhero costume. But he is, yeah, he's it's a like super douchebag. Tesco basic Aquaman. Yeah. He, um, play, who's, who plays the deep again? Let's have a look at my list. Here we go. The deep is played by, I want to say Chase Crawford. Uh, yeah, Ch- yes, Chase Crawford, yeah. All the characters have got some, uh, some weird, weird names. There's a guy in it later on and I'm sure it's a nickname obviously uh, who's called Mother's Milk what in real life? no no and uh, <laughs> I can't be really worried if it was his mum and dad didn't like him very much yeah uh, yeah so here we go we've got the deep introducing Starlight I think it's interesting that they just introduce her like she's a new fucking actress or you know like circus performer she's a cast member isn't yeah, she let's be honest she's a member of a cast rather than a superhero that's bizarre. And they're all very polished and they're all very refined. It's crowd all media training. Yeah. Wave, smile for the camera. 100%. 100%. She's lapping it up like it's all real. Yeah, and he's just pointing into the crowd, shouting, Oh, hi, yeah, how you doing? It's like he's when you watch um, E3 or, you know, one of these corporate like Sony bringing out. I'm delighted to introduce, you know, the producer of this new console, a video game, and it's all very, like, they bring out these awkward-looking fucking video game nerds. <laughs> yeah, just, let's, come on, on the stage, on the stage. Yeah. And now we've got Huey trying to buy beer, and the beer that he's confronted with is A-Train. Yeah, the cereal, it's all beer. the corporate branding, and it's just throwing it in his face everywhere yeah. he goes. Yeah, he's having a panic <coughs> attack. Because how the hell could you get over something like that? I don't you know, think you could. And, now and the person a- who killed her is sponsored by fucking Red Bull. Yeah. yeah. Literally, he's literally everywhere in the shop. He's on the magazine. Yeah. Huey's having a proper freak out now. He's having a full boogie meltdown. 
Yeah. Uh, he's fallen over. <laughs> Help! I've fallen over and I can't get up. Hyperventilating. I love watching stuff with, with you know, sub, uh, subtitles. <laughs> yeah. Here she comes. She looks all curious, like, ooh, look at me. She's like, like it's like she's going to Hogwarts for the first time. Yeah. She's giving a wow to the, the building... Uh, we're getting this is the boardroom isn't it we're essentially uh, they all sit around this is like the I don't know the command centre or whatever yeah. where they can they monitor all the communications and they have their meetings and discuss superhero shit and she's obviously like big you know little fish in the big pond kind of like totally all she, innocent look walking around and thinking it's all again yeah. thinks it's all real I mean she's she's saying they're from, from Iowa you know like basically bought a, an a police scanner on eBay and that's how I found out what was happening and, and just, obviously she's looking at Homelander's chair thinking yeah. that's his chair yeah that's Homelander's he's, he's the main man he's the big hitter isn't he he's, yep. the, he's the one that's he's Superman yeah essentially that he's the most powerful she looks almost like she's not worthy of being there I think she's just very overwhelmed I think Overwhelms a good way to describe it. Yeah. yeah, she's talking about how she used to stand in the mirror and basically pretend that she was a member of the Seven, and now she can't believe yeah. she's here. Because this is like a childhood dream. Yeah, she's like wanted to be a superhero since she was a kid. Totally, like a wee girl or whatever. She didn't want to grow up to be a fucking princess or whatever. She wanted to grow up to be a superhero. A superhero. And now you've got the deep saying, you know, I felt like a fraud when I first came here, and it's like they're ve- they're getting on very well, and you think, oh, he's going to be a really good guy. He's going to be a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. And then he's, you know, he's saying you're, you're part of the team now. We'll help each other out, etc., yep. etc. And she's like talking about how you know he's like, oh, I bet you had a you know the poster on the wall like childhood hero. And yep. we know she liked the deep, so she's going to confess to obviously having a bit of a schoolgirl crush on the deep. <laughs> yeah, totally. She's telling the truth. You know, they're talking about posters on the wall, and she's yeah. saying, oh, I had a poster of you. And he's like, really? Because he's a fake plastic fucking man. Yeah. Cameras panning around. <laughs> yeah, uh, just we know what's coming. Eh? Yeah, we know what's coming. And oh, I hope it's not appro- inappropriate to say. Yeah, nothing inappropriate about this. No, none whatsoever. It's cool. Just uh, and she's facing out the window of the office building. He's and... got his fucking trousers off playing with cop. Yes. <laughs> he's like what? And he's like what? Come on. You had the crush on me, so you know. And she's all affronted, and she's yep. like. And he's trying to, he's he's try to like win her around. Yeah. It's not a sex, it's just a bit of pole smoking, Alex. Yeah, come on. Eh? <laughs> yeah, it's not, you know, it's not sex if you don't put it and in. He's obviously like showing off how much of a fucking scumbag he is because he's basically now blackmailing her into fucking like, sucking him off, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's just a question of how much you want to be in the seven. Yeah. And now she goes all fucking psycho. Yeah. Superhero glowing eyes and shit. Yeah. And she's really really deeply offended by this well it's just a fucking reality check isn't it this yeah is totally the, the, this is our hero she's had a poster of him on her wall and now basically he's blackmailing and uh, fucking giving him a blowjob so yeah. how how the fuck is that crushed our world you know no, that's crushed our world and now he's essentially blackmailing her since he's basically saying you know gonna tell them that you attacked me um, you know cracked all the all the screens in the room and yeah, it's not going to look good for your public image. and Yep, it's all part of this fucking game he's playing. Yep. Which is probably horribly familiar for anybody who's went for a Hollywood audition. Yeah, <laughs> especially given light of <laughs> recent allegations. Yeah. We'll take it off. It's disgusting. Yeah, and it, <laughs> you know, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. And now she's basically 
in that position where she has to do it. Yeah. If that's what she wants to, to do. And well, which is now she's thinking, nah, fuck it. <laughs> she's not happy though. No, she is not happy. She is not He's like three minutes. Happy. Three minutes. Three minutes. He's not picking himself up, is he? No. <laughs> no, he's not bragging there, is he? Let's be honest. It's like just three minutes of uh, pole smoking yeah. and all your dreams come true. And, and if you basically didn't realise that this show wasn't your usual superhero ah, yeah. shit by now, this isn't, then... Uh, we're not in Kansas, like you said earlier. This is adult-rated sick fucking violence. Absolutely. Sex, Absolutely. And now we've got the invisible Kant. What's his name again? Translucent. Yeah. yeah, there he goes, making himself invisible, invisible... I think we're going to get introduced to Billy Butcher. Yes, I think we are. So we're now in back in the audio-visual shop. Here he comes, Carl Urban. Yep, Carl Urban. You know, man who liked my tweet. It's fucking, honestly, Carl Urban was made for this fucking role. Dude, a- any role that Carl Urban plays, he's sensational at. But this one, yes. Yeah, very much so. Because he plays a Cockney, isn't he? He's not Australian in this. He no, he plays a Cockney, Cockney yeah. yeah. And his accent sometimes a little bit all over the place. But hey... Who isn't? I just don't get why he didn't just do it as an Australian. Or a Kiwi. Uh, Kiwi, sorry, yes, of course. He's, he's your biggest fan. He's, yeah. gonna, oh, he's not liking any of your tweets now. Well, you it? said Aussie accent, that's oh, no, why. But I just was testing you. <laughs> so he's obviously talking about this whole corporate thing we keep going on about and how it's yeah. all a fucking face and it's a lie. Absolutely. And it's all about money, really, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. That's all it is. It's a it's a merchandise vehicle, and it's trying to get them in the the whole aim of for industries in the series is make to get films, su- yep. sell posters, yep. product deals, absolutely, and um, essentially get superheroes into the military as well. That's their that's well, their that's end it, game for money. Yeah, and now we've got Billy Butcher uh, talking to. Uh, Huey and claiming he's a member of the FBI, which of course you find out later that he's not. He's no, he's he's uh, he, he's got a good story, Billy Butcher. Yeah, we'll, we'll try and not spoil it too much. But he's um, what is he ex CIA or something? Yeah, he's ex CIA. Yeah, and they're walking down the street. Basically, starring in a porn version of the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Quite good. So Billy Butcher is talking to Huey about you know what happened to Robin and what he can do for, for Huey. Um, He's basically trying to guilt Huey now, similar to what the Deep was just doing with that lassie. He's yeah. basically trying to use Robin as a way for him to join his gang of. And he's superhero fucking nutcases, really. Absolutely, because he's talking about collateral collateral damage and how much damage they cause. Yep. Um, but then you've got you know them all over billboards. It's literally, this is what he's saying. What we just talked about. Yeah. He's basically telling them, look, video games, theme parks, you name it. It's a multi-billion fucking corporation. Yeah, paid by corporate lobbyists, politicians on both sides. The main reason you won't hear about it is because the public don't want to know about it. Um, and that's that's talking about the collateral damage, the amount of destruction that these guys leave in their wake and get totally not held to account. Yep. I think that's why I, I liked this series so much when I, like, when I watched it was that it was just a complete anti-hero. Yeah. It's like the absolute anti-Marvel. And totally. for somebody like we talk about in normal podcast episodes, yeah. how marvelled out, you know, how marvelled out I am. Yeah. This just was like a breath of fresh air. 100%. Like, right from the trailer it was a breath of fresh yeah, air. Yeah, just 100%. Like, so, 
And the thing is as well, he dropped the line there, fucking diabolical, which is <laughs> yeah. quite a quite a repeated line in this show, which yeah, is awesome. He's like, you wouldn't believe the shit they get up to. It's fucking diabolical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true. It is true. Yeah. He take, I think it's this coming up for a scene where he takes him to one of their underground clubs. That's right, yeah. And there's one of the heroes who, I can't remember his name, he'll come back to me. He's basically an evangelical Christian. And he's preaching the whole uh, pray the gay away thing and the whole like no sex before marriage and he's they find them in the club having sex with two men at once. That's right, yeah, yeah. And it's all the hypocrisy of it. Total hypocrisy, but like, he could lift the lift the lid on loads of hypocrisy by politicians and all these kind of people, corporate lobbyists and things like that. They all don't practice what they preach. No, they don't, and it's they literally in all walks of life. Not just politicians, but powerful people just pay for things to fucking disappear, don't they? Yep, definitely. And Billy's left them on the what have you got to lose uh, trip there. Keep your mouth shut, they're taking them into the, the club now. It's basically clear that Billy has now blackmailed this guy into letting them into the club. Yep, absolutely. I say absolutely a lot, man. I need to stop it. I know. I'm really trying hard not to just describe what we're seeing on screen and well, talk about what we're doing, and, you know, what's happening, rather than just, just saying there's Billy now pulling him into the club. Yep, Billy's yeah. in the club. <laughs> just, uh, it's, it's quite difficult. <laughs> Huey's in the club. <laughs> so the club that we're looking at is obviously now it's full of superheroes all doing nefarious fucking... It's, just, it's essentially a superhero swinging club, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, uh, and it's like they just do everything that they fucking shouldn't be doing so there's a little guy this is a good example yeah who's shrunk down and has just jumped into a woman's vagina yeah pretty much yeah uh, <laughs> you know that's, that's some fucked up Ant-Man thing going on there yep uh, there's this uh, the Capes for Christ guy that I was just telling you about the evangelical guy pray the gay away shit like yep. I said and here he goes with his two guys and he looks like he's rubbing his genitals that's exactly what he's doing that's upsetting yeah and he's basically he can stretch so he's stretched right across the room they're having to step it's over like his torso stretch Armstrong yeah essentially and like nobody's given a fuck no nobody's given a fuck it's where essentially where superheroes can go to let off steam and do whatever they want yeah now you've got A-Train uh, sitting in a booth pouring himself three drinks uh, I think Billy knows that the guy's an arsehole yeah and he is let's face it a complete arsehole and then it, now he's bragging to his mate about killing uh, Robin, isn't it? Robin? Yep, Robin. I ran so fast through that bitch, I swallowed a couple of her molars. I mean, that's fucking grim. That yeah. is grim. And then they're laughing about it, So which yeah. is Huey's watching which on the is, CCTV and he's getting raging. Yeah, uh, he's triggered, yeah. Yeah. As you would be. Of course he would be. He's laughing about it like she's a joke. I mean, we, we laughed about it. Well, well we, but we didn't do it, though. So we can laugh about it if we want. We're not guilty. Honest, God, if it wasn't <laughs> us. <laughs> We're just not nice people. <laughs> I don't know, we're out. Uh, so oh, we're, now we're back to the old corporate thing and here's poor Starlight puking her guts up after... Yeah, after doing the polishing deep. Polishing. Polishing the deep. Yeah, yeah. A, bit of, a bit of deep <laughs> throating. Deep. So many obvious jokes. I mean... We're joking about it, but it's just... It's, it's, it's pretty it's, sick. It's, it's grim. It's awful. Uh, it's awful. It's Queen Maeve washing yeah. her hands after. Probably doing a <laughs> delicate little poo. God, you love her, don't you? I do. Who couldn't love her? Look at her. But the thing is, she knows why Starlight's upset. Because uh, she's she's been there, probably, because yep. obviously she's in fucking 
women, totally. attractive women, brought yeah. into this fucking man's world of total fucking animals, basically. And totally. there's translucent, look, she knows he's in there. Yeah. And he's she fucking he's stood in, in the bathroom <laughs> naked. Naked, yeah. He's standing naked. Uh, and essentially, he's just watched them do the toilet. Yeah. Which is fucking, fucking weird. messed up, yeah. But this is all building a picture for you to not like these people. Exactly. Because yeah. you're seeing them, you're seeing it, what Billy's showing Huey, you're seeing it from her eyes yep. coming in thinking it's going to be perfect and she's just had her eyes opened and us as the viewers have had their eyes opened. Yeah. But these people are arseholes. So when it comes to the Billy and his boys trying to kill these bastards and by blackmailing them and just trying to destroy their world yeah. you, you kind of go along for the ride and you fucking want them to win yeah absolutely so you're immediately you're in the gang as well now you don't like them no you don't like them and you, you and for very good reason like you've just described uh, one of the interesting things he touches upon there you know he's like oh even Homelander and Billy's saying no yeah. Homelander's the exception he's whiter than white yeah. he doesn't do anything bad but we find out later on oh, he does no he's mega bad and we find out that Billy fucking hates Homelander yeah hates him with a passion so that we're talking here that it kind of goes to the whole conspiracy side of it and the corporate side of it because they're saying the official cause of A-Train killing Robin mm-hmm. was that he was chasing bank robbers. Yeah. Well, there was nothing. He's, it, Billy's got his contacts in the police and they're saying that nothing there. Nothing so there. So something, something's been hidden which goes back to the, it's either money or polit- political that they're hiding stuff. Exactly. Now he's talking about taking... Uh, Vought up on their offer, offer, but he wants an apology. He wants to go, uh, basically, wants Huey to go into Vought Tower, mm-hmm. into the Seven's room, and plant a bug. Plant a bug, yeah. That's, so that's he what's he going wants, on. That's what he wants to to use. He basically Billy's using. He doesn't care about Robin. He doesn't care about. No, anything. He doesn't care about anything really. He just, he just ca- cares to. about getting the Seven and yeah. br- bringing them down. But Billy at this point still thinks he's an FBI. Uh, sorry, Huey at this point still thinks Billy's an FBI agent. Yeah, and he's wondering why the guy at the door thought he was policeman so he's just the guy's got so many yeah. you know alter egos yeah but he is the ultimate character of just no fucks given and zero fucks given this guy just, just wants revenge he's got one goal eye and he just wants to get there Ah, and he's seen his uh, favourite music's James Taylor I can get on board with that I don't know who that is James Taylor never heard of James Taylor no. Man, James Taylor is awesome was he in Blur no, James Taylor is ancient. <laughs> I'm only joking. I just wanted you to kick off. And like, what? Blur? I love Blur. But no, James Taylor was definitely not in Blur. Uh, now Huey's saying, no, I can't do it. Can't be like you, you know. Because he's a pussy. He's left the bar. He's going back to the audiovisual shop. Yep. And he's going to go watch a DVD. Yeah. Now we're with Madeline in Vought's offices. This is her trying to convince uh, this guy to take them up on whatever. Yeah, basically the offer of corporate sponsorship to get uh, oh, a superhero yeah, to get in, a his superhero town. in yeah. his town. Yeah. Police are not closing cases. You know, she's trying to blackmail him as well. She's basically, what she's saying is, now we know that they're hiding figures and stuff. She's offering them Nubian Prince. Nubian Prince. Is to come and live there and solve crime. Probably Lit. for a fairly hefty amount of money. Yep. Caucasians love him. You know, they're talking about 59% approval ratings. Essentially, he's the Vought Industries Black Panther, isn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah. Now we're offering you full PR yeah, support. It's like a package deal, isn't it? Yeah, it's a you get merchandising and everything. 100%, yeah. Thought he was in Detroit, you know, but we're thinking of making a move because clearly Detroit aren't playing ball with Vought Industries. Yeah. Well, I mean... If anybody could use a superhero, it's Baltimore because it's a fucking shit. 
300 million dollars a year. It's not bad. What kind of superhero do you think you would get in Kurt Newton? What would they call what would they call him? The level crossing uh, the level crossing the level, the level crossing power? man what's his power <laughs> he makes the fucking barriers work because he never worked in Kirk Newton yeah. oh it's fucking brutal yeah S- what jinky shout what would he wear what jinky would wear like striped uh... <laughs> he'd wear a red and white striped outfit that looks a little bit like the level crossing poles yeah yeah, now we've got Homelander making an appearance. What would you get for Pennycook? Now, this is a good CB side topic. Yeah, what would the do? penny basher. The pe- <laughs> and he just runs about with a sock filled uh, with two pences. Two pences, hitting people over the head. Smashing them over the face. Yeah. Trying to rob Tesco and stuff. Yeah. Well, no, he'd stop the robbers. Ah, well, of course, yeah. With the pennies. Now she's bribing uh, the guy from Baltimore. Yeah, she's basically putting a bit of a twist on him. And obviously, now we're back to Starlight, who's got doubts she's and traumatized she's speaking to her mum and her mum's now fully engr- engrossed in the fact that her daughter's a superhero and reading the magazine articles about her and stuff and yeah. just doesn't want to hear what poor Starlight's trying to say to her which is exactly because she's just bragging my daughter got into the seven my daughter got into the seven well whoop they do because yep. looks what's happened to her when she's got there yep it's fucking horrendous the woman that plays her mum is familiar to me but I can't think why have a Google. Anne Cusack. Uh, That's John Cusack. John Cusack's brother. Brother. Uh, yeah. Sister, sorry. <laughs> it's not actually John Cusack's sister, is it? Is it not? I don't know. I, I don't just made know. it up. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> uh, we've now got Starlight. Oh, he's met. She's meeting Huey. She's met Huey just purely coincidentally. He's got a. You notice? I just noticed he's got a calculator watch on. Look. He is. Cool. I was going to rewind it, but he does have a. You know, like one of the old calculator watches that. That was a chill. Yeah. And shit for using at school. Here we go. Trivia. Sister of John Cusack, Joan Cusack, Susie Cusack and Bill Cusack. Oh. I didn't realise there were so many Cusacks. There's a whole family of them, man. Yeah. Do you know what the plural of Cusack is? Cusacky? It's Cusay. Cusay? Cusay? <laughs> like the plural of Audis. Uh, so, you know, so, Starlight and Huey are bonding on the bench about yeah, life experiences he and he doesn't know who she is because nope. she's in not she's in her civilian because it does that whole Superman thing yeah. where they, they're in civilian fucking clothing so he can't recognise her exactly. she's not Starlight yeah now. she's not Starlight now. She's she looks just, nothing like her of course. and, he, and she, I mean, she doesn't look anything like her at this point I mean she's got hair back for one yep and Rather that's it that's, that's the only that, difference that's it that's pretty much it yeah I mean all she's missing is the Clark Kent glasses and she's good to go yep Keep smiling, keep smiling. The show yeah. must go on. He looks a bit like, uh, see there, he looks proper like um, the guy that played Zod and all that in Superman. We have rats! <laughs> What's his name? He was in Bad Boys uh, and he was in uh, Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, you've just thrown me a curveball there. What the hell is his name? Well, I rely on you to remember people's names because <sighs> I am fucking terrible at it. But he looks like him, eh? He does look like him. He looks very much like him. Um... Do you want me to Google it? No, it's alright. I've got it. I've got it. Uh, I just want to remember it off the top of my head. It'll come back to me. I'm not even going to Google it. You think we'd be good at this by now? We are good at this. Yeah, so I'm just... I'm I'm quite... Is this this is the coincidence meeting, isn't it? They, they, they didn't set this up. No, no. Because there's a meeting later on where they set it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. this is... Like, he gets... 
I think speaking to her convinces him to go and do what Billy Butcher wants That's him right. to do. But this is like, she's been on the phone, she's out for a walk. Yeah. He's doing the same. And he's just happy to be sitting on the same bench and they're kind of bonding as two annoyingly good-looking young people. Yes. Curse those young people. Like, if I was to sit next to a girl on a bench, she would, she'd be fucking... <laughs> <laughs> she'd probably walk away she'd say I'm sorry homeless man is this your uh, bench yeah, exactly yeah. she'd be like I'm oh, sorry do you live here like, no I just look homeless like my elephant and t-shirt and my pyjama bottom all day alright oh super if I was like you having a good day she'd be like mace me with fucking spray yeah. she's why I don't go outside taser taser because I find it really impossible to say to someone without sounding really creepy like how are you <laughs> <laughs> without it coming like, across what you do with your mouth that's what we're trying to smile oh. yeah. Michael Shannon I had that's to give in I had to give in and google it we have yeah, rats we have rats <laughs> bad boys too a lot of people don't realise it's him no I know because he looks for some reason like always sticks in my head so one of like the, all the cool roles he's played recently yeah. and he was a redneck in bad boys too redneck in bad boys too so now Huey and Starlight are really really uh, bonding they're going to swap I'm Beats. Huey, by the way. Yeah. Oh, nice to meet you. I'm Annie. I'm Annie. This is New York Starlight. as well. It's not like fucking some Gotham, middle city, yeah. is it? It's not Gotham or... Because uh, they're in Central Park. Yep. There's Billy doing what Billy does best. Drinking. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think uh, pretty much he's my spirit animal. Eh? Yeah, I think he is, man. Oh, you look I, a bit like him. Well, except like, I've, he's got all his hair. And he's <laughs> quite grizzled and yeah, he fit has, looking. He has got a lot of hair. Yeah. I'm desperately trying not to let my stomach escape from under this <laughs> fucking t-shirt as I sit on this couch. Uh, so now Huey is... Um, he's born. setting up the beat, isn't he? He is, he's basically. So meeting Annie yeah. has convinced him that he should go and take the 45 grand yeah, or whatever. He's selling it, it's life-changing and all the rest of it. I need an apology. From A Train. Mm, he's already apologised. Says corporate. Corporate Republican NRA. Mo- All right, chill out. Ah, oh, sorry, man. Uh, so, Huey's got a Ramones t shirt on, right? And the thing that I've found out from um, Ramones t shirts is that people who wear them have never heard a Ramones song in their entire life. So, I'm guessing that might be the case with him as well. It's not, I mean, uh, do you like the Ramones? Nah, it's not a bad thing. They're shit, but there you go. Are they shit, though? <sighs> their songs are all like two minutes long. What's wrong with that, like? Some of the stuff's alright. Uh, so, they've set up the meet. Huey's going to go along. Weirdly, they did the phone call in the toilet. I've never quite understood that. Did they need privacy? or? Oh, yeah. Because it was top secret gang stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, top secret gang stuff. Right, now and now we've got her entering the bat cave for the first time. Yeah, and we see the rest of the seven. We've got Homelander. I want to... You know, I can't remember his name, right? But they've obviously got the whole gang here, okay? So we've got Homelander. He's Superman. We've got the almost um, war memorial looking statue in the background. Yep. We've got uh, Translucent sat there. And he's like filling out all his stuff and for whatever reason is invisible probably just to show off he's got a superhero. Pretty weapon. much, yeah. Now she's much. acting all tough girl to yep. scare the shit out of the deep who knows he's fucked up by yep. the look on his face. Because he's taunting that him. That guy there at the back, see him? He's like... Yes, Black Noir. Yeah, what's his deal? Uh, well, you don't really find out much about him. Not really, this. no. I think you might find out more about him in the second series. Yeah. Um, but we've got Translucent being Translucent. And now they're talking about copyright infringement, which is not at all what you'd expect mm-hmm. to be nah, talking about. Definitely not. A Train's giving it what the fuck, you know. I like how Queen Maeve's an alcoholic. That's, yeah, that's a good cast to twist. Pretty much getting plastered. Homelander's trying to 
calm them down like they're a bunch of squabbling school kids. Yeah. To him, he's acting, this is an act. Yeah. He's like, we're out there, we're in here, we're doing whatever. But he's trying to spin it that he doesn't care about the corporate side of things, but that's all he cares about. Oh, that's all he cares about. Public image, yeah. And he's kind of weirdly obsessed with uh, the girl, what's her name, that you talked about was in Back to the Future. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, um, the head of Vault Industries. Yeah, yeah. he's weirdly obs- he stands and creepily stares through the painting, doesn't he? Yeah, pretty much. He's got this whole sort of uh, mum fixation going on with her, isn't he? he but he's a sociopath, yeah. isn't he? or a psychopath. I don't know what the difference like is, but the character he plays in this is like devoid of any humanity. Yeah. While it's like a mask he wears. Yeah. And it's creepy as fuck yeah, when it comes off. So fucking creepy. He was in uh, that series. Uh, I'm going to have to fucking try and add a little bit here. <laughs> uh, that series, uh, Banshee. Banshee? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I remember. He plays that the show. convict who gets released in the. He's in the bar, and yeah. basically, like, there's a cop who gets killed and he steals his identity. Yeah. And becomes a sheriff for the town. And it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. So, uh, I, I'd never ever watched more than one episode, I don't think. But it's pretty good, like. Uh, I might give it a watch again. So now they're talking about the Matrix again. You could take the blue pill or the red pill. Yeah, Billy's trying to fucking uh, pep talk him, isn't he? Yeah. And uh, it's not really working by the look on Huey's <laughs> face. If you can't really remember the pills. <laughs> Is it the red pill or the blue pill? He's like, you could take the blue pill and cry into your chai tea or green fucking latte or whatever it is you, you do. I don't know what you do. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting all confused. Uh, like the worst pet talk ever. It's, it's pretty much, yeah. It's Bob's your uncle, Sally's your aunt. <laughs> like, what? He's gone full cockney, ain't it? Yeah. Look, mate, all you have to do is walk up the apples and pears, plant the fucking bag, walk back out again. Stop drinking your chai fucking lattes. And for a you know a, such a pleasant, uh, forward-facing, forward-thinking company, they've got armed security guards everywhere. I mean, why? We've got to protect their brand, man. Is that what it is, Derek? I mean, mind you, you don't see that at Google headquarters, do you? Have you ever been to Google headquarters? I've seen it on film and stuff. Honest, I have. Do you base most of reality <laughs> on what you see in films? Yes, I do. I base everything on what I see in films. <laughs> God, that explains a lot. Yeah, exactly. And TV shows and all the rest of it. Now, the Vought security guard's looking at the phone case where, basically, Billy's put the bug. Yep. And it's your, it's so... He's only gone and got away with it. It's so spot on in terms of, like, everything you see in other movies about what a corporation looks like. Oh, yeah. It's just that they've got this superhero thing grafted over it's the top the of corporate it. corporate glean. Yeah. Things. That's what makes it so clever. Yeah. And you've got the, the mural on the ceiling of, you know, the it's, seven. What's and it, what do you call people that are obsessed with themselves? Like us. Oh, narcissists. Yeah. Yeah. That's essentially what they are. No? <laughs> I like it like us. <laughs> yeah. You know who the two greatest podcasters in the whole world are? I don't know. Who us. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you've got a train and all he can see is basically Robin splattered all over him. All over him, yeah. Um, and it's so grim. And his apology is the worst oh, apology. Still yeah, worst I'm apology. Sorry about you know. yeah, yeah, I'm all, you know, I'm very sorry about running through your girlfriend. All right, can we just forget Fucking this? Fucking vaporizing her. Can we forget it? Or come on, come on, bruh. And uh, basically, Huey is freezing here. Yeah, he's, he's freaking out. He's freaking out. 
he's oh, he's only hand. Pull oh, it's, it's a handshake. He's got he's got to what he wants. Saving the world. AKA train does not look convinced though, let's be no, honest. No, he doesn't want to be there, does nah. he? He's a fucking dickhead. But Huey is do you, why the fuck do you know what I, I, I suppose? Would you if you were a superhero, would you want to wear the costume all the time? No. I'd be like walking about in your my work uniform, uniform all the time. Yeah, yeah no, sod that. Oh no, he's dropped the bug. Of course he dropped the bug. He's a fucking idiot. Now, who always hangs around naked in toilets? Why is he in the ladies' toilet or is it unisex? I think toilets? it's unisex toilets, man. I think it's unisex toilets. Mm. Now that he's going to run into Annie, but he won't recognise her because she doesn't have a hair tie. Yeah, she doesn't have her. She's got a, a hairband on. And it's that tension again. It's that tension of are they going to run into each other? Do they? No, and they're not because the bug's still on the floor. Oh, they're more worried about the bug getting found, which looks like a. I mean, it looks like a poker chip to me, but does a bit, doesn't it? But the invisible can't. He's in there, isn't he? Yeah, he's in there. He is definitely in there. Those bars in that recording look a bit small. I'm sure it sounds right. Yeah, I'm sure it sounds okay. Oh, there he is. He's naked. Of course he is. What the fuck? That's how he goes fully invisible. Yeah, when he's naked. He has to be naked, yeah. Imagine getting rescued by him, carrying out a house fire, getting carrying out an invisible guy. <laughs> ah, I can feel his invisible dong touching me. Yeah, I can feel his invisible dong. I can feel <laughs> I can feel his pubes on fire <laughs> underneath. He's <laughs> a house fire, man. You don't want your pubes exposed. Invisible nipples. Right there, no. That is so fucking creepy. But of course, you know, translucent sus that these guys are up to no good. Yep. Uh, we're now seeing Billy and Huey in the car. Huey is going off on one. Ah, he feels on top of the world because yes. he's managed to pull it off. So that he's adrenaline kind of a small buzz. Victory, yeah. yeah, that adrenaline buzz. Now he's back at the TV show. Yeah. And it's that come down, isn't it? He's yeah, like, I've like, got to go back to being fucking the TV salesman now. Yeah. You imagine what it's like being involved in that world, though. But he's like, he's trying to convince. Billy that he can be of assistance and yeah. he, all he's wanting now is basically a revenge mission but Billy's like yeah you know he's had a taste and he wants more but Billy's now like I've basically got what I want from you so get out Yep. which goes back to that thing I was saying about a theme they get what they want and they move on Yep. that's it Billy's fucking off right, but you know there's some translucent stuff coming here eh yeah, there's there's no way he he was not gonna. I just throw the check up for forty five grand. Doesn't want it. Don't want it. You're a good lad, Billy. You're a good lad. You're Billy, a good, Huey. 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 I wish you were called Billy. Then we could have the same name, but we don't. How does a Cockney end up in the CIA, by the way? Who the fuck knows? Maybe he's just really good at sniffing things out. Yeah. Maybe he had a hat made for him. Who knows. This is when we get a little insight into the uh, evil corporateness of Vought. Yep. Still trying to push this Nubian prince on the mayor of Baltimore or whatever he is, or the governor of Baltimore. Yep. And uh, now we get the first mention of Compound V. Which is the drug, isn't it? Yep. It's essentially the drug that makes these guys superheroes. Yeah. yeah. And we see that a wee bit later on. They're addicted to it, aren't they? They, they're addicted, it. Yeah, they use it as a recreational drug, don't Well, they? yeah, that's what A-Train is basically addicted to. And yeah. that's how he maintains his speed. Yeah. And then she's wishing the mayor of Baltimore a safe flight home. Yeah. But in a that's very sort of loaded way. Ominous. Yeah. In the slightest way. 
I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it won't be a bumper oh, flip. Yeah. Sure, sure the plane will land safely in the town of Baltimore. Yeah. Yep. Um, now we're getting Huey and his boss is asking him to lock up and he's thoroughly fucked off with his life. <laughs> yeah. He's just As like... Someone who worked for six years in retail, I understand exactly <laughs> what he is feeling right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, and the door. Oh, opens. that must just be the wind. That can't be anything ominous. Yeah, sorry, we're closing up. Oh, are you now? But you know, the guy's naked, isn't he? That's the part. That's now he we know he's wanging yeah. out in this shot. <laughs> like, the whole time, it's just like, it's there, isn't it? Uh, yep. Uh, now, translation speaking to him, and Huey's like, what the fucking hell is going on here? My shop's talking to me. Oh, look. Oh, he's, he's found the bug. bug. He's found the bug. And he's got his lanyard. In a very ominous way, and now he's got a bloody head and all the rest of it. I followed you from the fucking tower. No. Thing is, now you know, like you say, that a man with his penis out is beating up another man in some kind of... I just think it ruins the scene. Barbaric way. It ruins the whole thing, because... Because you know he's got a booby out. Aye, like yeah. it's flapping about and... <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean now we've basically ruined the show for everyone watching well it's uh, true they, they need to experience the, the, the horror yeah that champions would... of the innocent now you've got a superhero and then Billy runs a war with a car and you're holy, which, holy shit which is but awesome it's not I mean it just shows you that these cunts they're not just invisible like that's not his power he's not doesn't just go invisible the guy's fucking nails he's, yeah he's fucking throwing people about the place yeah he's super strength they've got all the bells and whistles yeah and now Billy's back Billy's driven a car through the the shop he's telling Huey to basically run away as he's about to stove his head in with a crowbar but that just uh, he's went full cop man that's it that's it it's the invisible cunt <laughs> he's went full on got a crowbar and he's going to cockney shit up yep he really is going to try but Translucent has managed to sort of get himself up because that just goes to show that he's got super strength because if I was run over by a car I wouldn't be getting up and fighting someone that quickly yeah, I'd be probably still really tired from trying to lift the television <laughs> <laughs> yeah brilliant and that's the thing like Jinky we've got a whole fight scene going on yeah that uh, must have been pretty weird and he splattered Bud along translucent so he knows where he is and so he can beat him up yeah this isn't his first rodeo is it no it is not and now he can see hands he can see everything maybe he can, not he can't he can see, see Bobby probably a bit of Bobby nah he can't see Bobby there's no Bobby in this in this scene uh, you wait and see oh and we've hit the ground I just like how clever it is. It's pretty clever. It's so so clever. I like the f- like some the fight scenes are quite visceral as well. You know what I mean? It's yeah. quite brutal, which is good. There's no like kung fu or anything. They're just pub fighting. Isn't yeah, it? it's pretty much just full on pub fighting. And that's the thing with translucent, isn't it? His skin's pretty much impenetrable. You find that out later on uh, when they try to think of ways to kill him. Kill him, yeah. Well, what's cool though is he looks proper sinister, like evil, like Invisible Man style, yeah. fucking evil there with the blood you know what I mean have you ever seen that film Hollow Man with Kevin Bacon in it yeah that is freaky as fuck that was creepy yeah that's kind of what he looks almost like there it is yeah but it's blood instead of like what is it he wears like a mask type yeah he wears a mask doesn't he and now he's getting electrocuted you can see his bum cheeks (laughs) there we go electrocuted bum cheeks do you think there was any need to see the crack in the (laughs) man's bottom no (laughs) are you Del Preston Is he dead? Is he guapa? Is he fuck? Do that. Well, he ain't moving, son. (laughs) (laughs) 
How do you know electric could do the job? So he's went off science nerd. No, he saw it on Jimmy Fallon. Brilliant, oh, brilliant. Jimmy Fallon. He was in Band of the Brothers. He was, he was. Was he? He was, he brings them... Uh, oh no, that's not Band of... Uh, is that? Yeah, he brings them the ammo in the Jeep. Yes, of course it is. Of course come it out of the woods. That's it, yeah. In the Battle of uh, Bastogne. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I just like how the fact they're arguing over how you fucking are going to get rid of this guy but and he still thinks he's in the FBI yeah he still thinks he's in the FBI and he's, he's not in the FBI technically I'm not <laughs> technically technically Mike I'm not a fit yeah technically but this is the thing as well he's saying oh he attacked us and look but he knows that if he goes to the authorities it's going to get spun like they're the bad guys yeah because they, they'll just cover it up yeah. money money Corporate hiding lawyers. Absolutely. And now we've, we're on the flight with the, the Baltimore geezer who refused the deal from Vought. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's a little bit turbulent, but everything's going to be okay. And the thing is, he's got his kid with him. Well, that's it. This is the whole recent thing now on all of these programmes. And when we start watching The Hunters, when we do one of these... Watch it seems all right to just bump kids off now. They used to be untouchable on TV shows, but now folk are just... Bumping kids off for yeah, fun. Absolutely. And there's Homelander who's Homelander flying alongside the, the, the plane. Homelander's outside and God this just looks so sinister, doesn't it? And you've got the kid on the plane like we we're just saying it and now Homelander's eyes are glowing up and basically he's just sliced the plane in half. Yeah, and the worst part is he fucking waves to the kid as yeah, well. Waves to the kid, knows what's Which happening. Just shows how much of an evil cunt he is. Yeah. Very, very With ominous evil. red eyes. He looks kind of almost sad in a weird, freaky, fucking dead-eyed way. Look, and then he just grins. Ah, it's he starts grinning, and that's how it ends. The first episode, and, and it just kind of like. And from there, you're like, "Fuck, let's watch the next one," because you want to know what happens. Uh, Essentially, uh, this guy who's been set up as Superman has just murdered an entire family, and then a couple other folk as well, plus the pilots. Collateral damage. That's what he was talking about, uh, wasn't it? Collateral damage. And it sets damage. the the scene for the. Well, they're baddies. Yep. Vote or the corporate people are clearly baddies. Vote yeah. even, or whatever they're called. And that's it. Cor- the corporation has taken what should be a whole and uh, wholesome and pure thing and twisted it for their own fucking evil gains, which is basically what corporations do. Like Disney. Like Disney. No, we didn't mean that, Disney. We want to come and work for you, honest. <laughs> uh, and Starbucks, send us free coffee because Starbucks is awesome. Also, an you evil just corporation. Jesus, you're screaming out for corporate. BMW. Any corporate sponsor, give us no money, give us free things. <laughs> sponsor, there's only people, people might pay us to stop. But other than that, no one's giving us money. Uh, awesome. Anyway, folks, I hope you enjoyed the watch along uh, of the first episode of The Boys. We're yeah. going to be doing this regularly. so Hopefully, it wasn't too rambling and yeah, weird. I'm sure you, you would have enjoyed it. And if you did, let us know. And if you didn't, again, uh, let us know. Um, on the usual places the Facebook the Twitter uh, tweet us Facebook message anything you want to do uh, apart from phone us because you know yeah don't do that that'd be awkward yeah that'd be weird yeah very weird anyway thanks for listening see you later